So join me now as a woman who has been the volunteer chief child protection officer, chief researcher into sex ed. She's done so much for this program. Uh, Jennifer Heine with you is with me from Informed Parents of Washington. Jennifer, welcome to the program. Thank you, Todd. Um, I'm with Parents' Rights in Education, but we do collaborate a lot with Informed Parents of Washington. You'd think I'd know this since you feed me all sorts of information. You're the one who informed us so much about the sex ed in the states and around the country. And um, the back to it, the government schools now are using a uh, what it's it's a survey that they're sending out to kids. And just like everything else, they don't want the parents watching or being aware of what's in these surveys. So can you tell us what are in these surveys, Jennifer? Yeah, so this is called the Healthy Youth Survey, and uh, the schools have actually been doing this for a number of years. The last one that they did was in 2018, and uh, I think they were supposed to do it last year, but because of COVID, they didn't. Um, What the Healthy Youth Survey is, uh, it's a survey that they give to kids in 6th, 8th, 10th, and 12th grade, And they ask them all sorts of uh, questions about their life, very personal questions. They start out by asking simply about them, their gender identity, uh, their family, um, if they live with mom, dad, mom, mom, uh, dad, dad, or just a single parent. Um, They go on to ask about uh, their family life, if their uh, parents ask them what they think about major family decisions before they've made been made, um, if they uh, spend a lot of time with their parents, if they enjoy spending time with their parents. But then they get on to more personal subjects, such as in the past 30 days, have you smoked? Have you used marijuana? Have you drank? Um, and this starts in sixth grade that they ask these questions. Um, Then they ask, do you have friends who drink or do drugs? Um, Then in the high school, they go on to, and this part of the survey they have stated for schools is optional, but they ask them about sexual activity. Uh, And they ask, um, in the, the past year, Uh, If you have been sexually active, do you use birth control? Um, What type of sex have you had? Um, And and, uh, just really personal questions about sexual activity. Um, And then new in the survey this year, they ask questions about COVID. Um, They ask if uh, they wash their hands frequently, if they stay home when they feel sick if they are concerned with their parents losing their job or um, if they're concerned about becoming homeless because of the COVID crisis. I was kind of surprised that they didn't ask in there if their parents had been vaccinated or if they had been vaccinated. They didn't ask that. If their parents are being fired as unclean people uh, and and, uh, jettisoned out of economic society. And if they're concerned about that, um, or if they're concerned about the fact that this, did they ask if, uh, if they're concerned about the fact that the schools make them wear face diapers? Was that on the survey? No, that, that wasn't on the survey. <laughs> they're not concerned about that. <laughs> no, of course they're not. Those are very, very helpful. Um, so these are schools th- uh, that are failing. 
Um, they're failing in every regard academically. Uh, they're failing in mental health with kids. You, with the courtesy of the medically useless, deadly, politically advantageous, targeted lockdowns of schools, but not abortion clinics, we see teen suicides uh, at record high, 2,000%. Um, so these are utterly failed schools. And it's not that it's not the fault of many of the teachers. Many of the teachers are, are you know, really dynamic and focused people, but they're held captive by a system run by um, the party and by by the unions. Right. So um, they also ask, don't they tell don't they ask parents to not monitor these? Don't they tell them turn off any of the monitoring software you have like screen time on Apple or these other software programs that let you monitor your kids use. They don't want the parents to see this. Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. So one of the first questions they ask students is, are you in a place that is private where nobody can see what you are writing? And then it instructs kids, if you are not, get to a place where you are in private. And then it asks, are you in a place that's private? Um, and it does say uh, for the, the school Chromebooks that the school needs to turn off the monitoring devices on them so kids can uh, answer these questions in private, um, which I, I wouldn't want the school knowing what my kid is saying on these. But then it also says if you are answering on your own device, parents need to turn off the monitoring device on them so parents don't know what their child is answering. But, you know, it goes further than that. If a parent wants to see what is on the Healthy Youth Survey, the only way they can is to go into their school district office during office hours and request to see the survey. How many parents are working? How many parents aren't able to get into a district office because they're working? I mean, these district offices, when do they close? Four o'clock right, or something right. like that? Um, well, the fact is, any taxpayer uh, should be allowed to see this stuff at any time they want. This shouldn't be hidden. And Jennifer, one of the things I've seen, um, and you know this, with parents' rights in education, I mean, you, you, you guys are the pioneers in this, in warning parents about what's going on. They, these government schools, and Chris Rakedall, I mean, Chris Rakedall, let's face it, this man was, uh, was in a sweat and obsessed with installing this perverse pornographic sex ed in the schools. That was his sole focus for two years to get kids taught to masturbate in, in kindergarten. Um, and I find it incredibly creepy. I find the whole thing incredibly creepy. But is there a consistent thread where these government schools want to convey to kids that their parents cannot be trusted, that they should hide things from their parents and only tell the fine, nice people at the government schools about stuff? Yes. Yes. In fact, you know, I met with Chris Reichdahl three years ago, and uh, it was at the very, very beginning of the uh, sex ed mandate law going before legislators. And I um, talked to him about this and I said, you know, this this curriculum is invasive and and it is not going to go over well with parents, especially where I live. Well, his reasoning and his motivation for wanting this mandated sex ed was from answers from the Healthy Youth Survey. And so they used the answers from this survey to install policies 
and uh, programs in order to combat um, what they see as being problems in children's lives based on this survey. So I have a teenage daughter and I have two sons that have gone through the public school system. And here's what I can tell you from talking with them and with their friends. Kids think this thing is a joke. And it's very common for them to mark down answers that are wrong and not be truthful on this because they feel it's a joke. But at the end of the survey, it asked the kids, have you been truthful? And they have four different answers. Oh, yes, I've been truthful. Or, well, I was truthful on some of the questions or not truthful at all. And, you know, I brought this up to Chris Reichdahl and he said, oh, we have systems in place so we can tell if somebody has been honest. Oh, yes, they sure. What system is that? Because I think every parent in America would like to know that trick. Yeah. Well, Chris Reichdahl is one of the most blatant liars on Earth. Um, he pretends that critical race theory is not used to teach uh, race in schools. He pretended there was no curricula. Chris Reichdahl was he, he took Maya Espinosa, who, who ran against him to be an actual superintendent of public schools versus his boffs of government schools. He lied in a campaign ad. Even the Seattle Supreme Court, which used to be the Washington State Supreme Court, agreed that that man lied. He's a liar. He wants this stuff in schools. And Chris Rakedall, I find him incredibly creepy. Sorry, that's my response to a guy who wants to sexualize children. I think that's creepy. You guys at uh, Parents' Rights and Education have taken a, a, a really helpful approach to this. It's crunch time for a lot of schools. They have to install this sex ed. Um, Chris Rakedall, of course, has licensed two of the most profane, disgusting uh, forms of this uh, comprehensive sex ed in the state. So the, the schools can get that for free, basically, as taxpayers pick it up, or they have to buy their own. You guys have stepped into the mix here and offered a third option. So can we talk about that, what Parents' Rights and Education is doing with curricula? Sure. So Parents' Rights in Education, we partnered with Informed Parents of Washington and have been working since February with a gal who is from California. Her name is Jeanette Fanconi. She has a uh, PhD in child psychology. And when they mandated K through 12 sex ed in California, she wrote a curriculum that met the California state standards and their Healthy Youth Act. And um, it met all those standards, but it did not contain role-playing. It did not contain uh, the push for gender exploration and gender identity. And it is a lot more palatable to parents than what is being offered. And so we went through her curriculum and have been working with her. We have it edited to meet the Washington state standards, to meet the Washington state law. It has gone before lawmakers and medical professionals to be all, to be sound. It also, get this, it has also been before the health education curriculum assessment tool, the HECAT, and it has passed. Now, the creator of the HECAT is also the creator of a curriculum called HealthSmart, which has been approved by the OSPI. So it has met that standard also. 
And we are trying to get it into Washington State schools right now. The middle school curriculum is ready to go, which is crucial because a lot of uh, middle schools in Washington State right now are scrambling to get a curriculum so it can uh, meet the the law and uh, they're in compliance can, right can, now. Can they get that from you now? Yes, okay, I can. Do, and he, here's the beauty of it. We get to talk to the author. Good. And so if uh, somebody gets a hold of um, Washington Parents Rights in Education, I can get you in touch with the author. Um, you sign a non-disclosure agreement. You get 30 days uh, access to the curriculum online to review it. You can take it to your school board, to your directors of curriculum, so they can review it and put it before an uh, instructional review committee. Okay, so uh, how do people get in touch with you? This is immediate. Listen, we always talk in the show about what you can do. Here's what you can do is you can flood your school boards and your and, and the good good teachers at your school and the good principals and your fellow parents with this option and never let the teachers or, or, or administrators or principals say we don't have a choice. They do have a choice. So, Jennifer, how do people get in touch with parents rights in education? Well, they can email me at P-R-I-E dot S-W-W-A at gmail.com. You can also go to parentsrightsined.org. Click on join us, fill that out, and in the comments, put that you are interested in Check the Facts. The curriculum is called Check the Facts. I'm going to make this a lot easier uh, with both those things. Alex, put those in the the text line. Just text Todd, T-O-D-D, to 800-465-8770. We'll send you Jennifer's email um, and that link that you just mentioned on the website. So we'll do that. Uh, Also, we've been talking about... Uh, you know, I had the opportunity before he passed, God rest him, uh, Rush Limbaugh. I had the opportunity multiple times to say to 30 million people, go to the school boards, force them to hear the perverse pornographic sex ed that's being shoved into the schools, shoved down uh, parents' throats. Parents have done that. And I've gotten notes from Michigan. I've gotten notes from Illinois saying, we're doing this because you said to. That's, that is an unbelievable thing. And, and God bless and rest rush that he let us have that opportunity. Uh, but there's also people running for school board and you are uh, you're aware of a, a good candidate who's running or not, not necessarily just for school board, running for legislative offices, running for state reps who want to outlaw and, you know, course correct on this pornography. So you were telling me about some, one of your friends who's doing just that. Yes, she uh, is a woman who has been fighting for many years um, for our children in the public school system. She is, her name is Heidi St. John. She is running for the third congressional district here in Washington. She will be running against Jamie Herrera Butler. She has uh, raised seven kids in our state. She is an author and a speaker. She knows about the education system. She's testified at board meetings. She's testified before our legislator, and she is fighting hard for our kids. Okay, so Heidi St. John, and just so everyone remembers, uh, Jamie Herrera Butler uh, was very, very excited to impeach President Trump, very excited to ignore Antifa, 
very excited to ignore the sexualization of our kids, very excited to ignore the onslaught of transgender ideology into the schools and the twisting of kids' minds. Um, so Jamie Herrera Butler is no friend to, in my judgment, parents, families, uh, or the cause of liberty. So there you go. Heidi St. John, we'll get her on the show. Um, Jennifer, parents, rights, and education, uh, you, I can't count on 10 hands the number of times you've helped us with research on this program uh it's been a long and winding road on this show and so i'll take this opportunity to thank you publicly for things i've thanked you privately before um you have a calling that you've fulfilled in this time of choosing and i want you to know i'm so very grateful for how you've protected children um and you are a happy warrior you're a godly warrior and i just i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for i mean the help with the show is one thing there's the show there's no show um but the kids and what you've done for kids just uh i want to thank you for that well thank you so much todd for uh giving us a wider audience and bringing this to the attention of parents and really parents are the ones who are the warriors parents you've got to get off the bench and on the battlefield you've got to go to these school board meetings you got to push back. You've got to support those school board candidates that are running right now that will get in there and uh, take back our schools. I totally agree. Couldn't agree more. Jennifer, thank you for joining us on the Todd Herman Show, Parents, Rights, and Education. Again, text Todd, T-O-D-D, to 800-465-8770. Give you their contact information. Um, Jennifer, go with God's good grace. Thank you, Todd. You too.